Horror. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're about to go off on minute 90, which begins with Angel paying with cash and ends with a suspicious vehicle suddenly appearing behind James Reaper. And uh, for one final day, our guest is back, Robert Black. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. Happy to have uh, you back. Absolutely. <laughs> so this is the service station scene. Um, this is this is a big moment. Like this is this is the moment. I mean, we have been deep, deep in the dark night of the soul um, for a long, long time in this movie. I mean, it's been it's a, it's a really like extended dark night of the soul. It goes on for twenty minutes, something like that. 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes because it just keeps getting darker for him. him losing. Yeah, because yeah. I guess it starts with the mall, th- the, 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 the security footage fiasco. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then it just keeps going downhill for him um, further and further downhill. So it's it's like 20 to 25 minutes of Dark Knight of the Soul um, for uh, Nicholas Angel. And now we are finally at the moment where he is uh, about to go through a transformation that will lead us into the third act where he's going he, to take everything that he's learned in this film to become another thing and, uh, and, 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 and fight the baddies as a result. Yeah. Th- this, this is the beginning of the rebirth. Yes. Yes. Or the moment of rebirth, the moment of yeah. rebirth. Yeah. Um, well, it started with coming out of the trunk. See, that's birth. Oh, I mm-hmm. see. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> it's a very visual representation. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do it. Uh, so I love... Danny, Danny I, both killed him and birthed him. I. This is the first time that I've ever realized that the Cornetto rapper is in his money because it was just like yep. in his pocket. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've never realized that before. I always thought that the Cornetto rapper was just like a random beat at the end of this scene. Uh, oh, I yeah, didn't realize like, that he was handing it back to him because it was yeah. in his money, which absolutely happens when you're at any kind of store or station, which is like the person's like, this is yours, even though it's trash. Right. Like it's, it's I don't your, want you, this. Ac- you accidentally handed me a piece of paper, but it's yeah. still yours. <laughs> you can have this. Yeah. I don't want this. Here, you throw this away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not throwing this away. And I'm like, I'm never I'm like, I'm not knocking it. That's not your job. But it's always like a funny little. But this is yours. Yeah. Oh, you forgot. It, it this. might be in his pocket for a reason. <laughs> you know, you might want that back. Oh no, 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 no! Mm-hmm. I do like when when he snaps the the change. There's like one coin that just like goes spiraling out, mm-hmm. like shoots out. I think it's. Uh, I think it was an interesting choice to have this kid be dead inside. <laughs> well, it's definitely on brand. Yeah, for sure. Like he, this kid is like it's like no one told him that he's not in Shaun of the Dead too. That he's not supposed to be playing a zombie. Um, mm-hmm. I don't I don't I it's an interesting acting choice I don't know obviously they directed him to do this 
Uh, I but I don't I don't understand the decision. I just I just think this is how you have to act in an Edgar Wright movie if you have like a service industry job. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't know the uh, the the post office worker in uh, Baby Driver had a lot of personality. She was cool. Sure, that's true. She knew Dolly Parton lyrics. Yeah, she's a real uh, positive lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I. I love that. Uh, I know that the sign says "get some action," uh, but I love that when we first see it from behind, the sign just, just says, says "get, get some." some. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I love it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, get some action DVDs. Get some. So, uh, so yeah, let's talk about these movies. Um, sure. I think it's an interesting choice. Number one, it's an interesting choice to use "Walking Tall" the remake. Yeah. Here. Uh, but with, it's with accurate. Yeah, right? Because it's probably more of a of a testosterone-driven action film. Well, I just right? know that's what you would see in a gas station, I feel like. I guess is. that's true. Do you remember when uh, we like Hollywood was trying to set up Johnny Knoxville as like the next Rob Schneider, like the sidekick in action movies? <laughs> the next Tom Arnold? Yeah, yeah, or the next Tom Arnold. Yeah, absolutely. What um, are you doing? Something crazy? Let me help you. Oops. <laughs> Whoa, I dropped that. You better save me. This one, <laughs> this was uh, this was back when like we all knew that The Rock was supposed to be an action star, but we just couldn't make it happen yet. Yeah, yeah. No. we were failing him. Yeah, that's true. We <laughs> we, were, we were failing The Rock by making him star in Walking Tall. Like this um, and Doom. Yeah. The other part of this that really threw me of of this being the Walking Tall remake is it didn't it, it would never occur to me that it was this old. Right, that yeah, it, it came. It, it's yeah. like a it's like a twelve year old movie, thirteen year old movie. I had no oh, yeah, idea. Man. Uh, it was it was it was his that first campaign of the Rock being a movie star that wasn't entirely successful. Yeah, it just right. doesn't it doesn't feel like that old of a movie. So it was just sure. surprising to see it here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have Walking Tall. Uh, that's a movie I've never seen. Sudden Death. This is the is this the hockey movie? If it yes. is, then I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're Die so Hard I've, in a hockey rink or a I've, hockey stadium. I've seen a lot of this. I've definitely seen like all of the stuff. Like I think I've seen the third act of this, but it's like Die Hard in a hockey stadium, right? Yeah. Hey, all right, yeah. hockey. Yeah, he yeah, fights a yeah. mascot. Right. 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 Weird um, connection. My ex-wife was in the audience for the hockey game. Oh, that's great. I'm sure, the filming of this it is interesting. They filmed it in yeah, Pittsburgh. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of uh, the the Sunday afternoon that I spent watching Sudden Death. I remember fondly. Yeah. Um. So we got Sudden Death. We got uh, Hero and the Trigger. Is that what the Terror? Terror Hero and the Terror. Hero and the Terror. I've never heard of that in my life. Yeah. Chuck Norris versus a serial killer. Oh, okay. The serial killer is called the terror. I bet that serial killer isn't a Christian man. The terror is what the, uh, is, uh, Jackie Earl Haley's character on the tick. That's his name. The terror. (laughs) So that's what I'm picturing is him fighting, uh, Jackie Earl Haley from, uh, from the tick. (laughs) If only. That'd probably be better. Uh, Hero (laughs) and the terror is a, uh, Canon release. Oh, from 1998. I'm sorry. As many Chuck Norris movies are. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, based on the Michael Blode Getz novel from 1982 of the same name. Who uh, who directed Sudden Death? Uh, Sudden Death was directed by... Let me look that up for you right now, Scott. <laughs> like, I'm a, like I'm an IT guy. Uh, directed by Peter Hyams. 
Uh, also director of uh, Time Cop. Oh, yeah. oh man, we're missing Time Cop on this. Running Scared. Yeah. Gregory Hines, Billy Crystal. Yeah. 2010, the year we made contact. Oh wow! <laughs> Holy moly! What a filmography! What a career! Uh, the next film uh, on here is a Clint Eastwood film called The Enforcer. Um, yep. Is this a Dirty Harry movie? Or it is. It is. Okay. It's like the second one, I think. I assumed by one. the size of the gun that he was holding that it was a Dirty Harry film. Uh, I only know this because of Wikipedia. It is the third. Third. Ah, the third one. Okay. Released uh, on December 22nd, 1976, this Christmas, get enforced. I'm just kidding. That wasn't the... So, so, <laughs> so not... Uh, I, I think it's interesting that the, the... Interesting, but also accurate that the Dirty Harry sequels are on this rack, but not Dirty Harry itself, because Dirty Harry is... Uh, could be considered a legitimate film. Um, sure, that's not a gas Much less movie. so. Yeah. <laughs> Much less so for the sequels. Um, if only the Deadpool was on here. Um, uh, some what, what's uh, what's the Seagal movie? Stephen the Shithead Seagal. Something Justice. Out out, out for justice. Out for justice. Out okay. for justice. Uh, what is uh, what is the scenario in Out for Justice? What's the, uh, what's the scenario? The about gruesome murder of a Brooklyn detective will turn the case into a personal vendetta when the deceased's best friend and fellow officer will unleash an all-out attack. Against a psychotic mafia enforcer's brutal gang. Okay, Scott. so that's describing the third act of this movie. Yeah. Okay. Scott, this film was the uh, the, the acting debut of uh, Juliana Margulies. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Huh. She came a long way. Yeah. Man. Um. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, then, of course, uh, right there in the center, we've got our uh, Bad Boys 2 and Point Break. The Crown Jewels. Uh, yeah, these are uh, these being centered on this random rack at a at a service station is, uh, I think, exactly the level of uh, fate stepping in that uh, Nicholas Angel needed to yeah. complete his transformation. It's the divine intervention. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and what's this? Uh, what's the second uh, Dirty Harry film here? Sudden Impact. Sudden Impact. Is that also a Dirty Harry joint? Yes. Yeah. A Dirty it's, Harry. That's joint. a later one. That one's in the eighties. Yeah, this is a later one. This is like because the last is the last one. The Deadpool. That's yeah, the that's final the one, one with Jim Jim Carrey lip syncing to "Welcome to the Jungle." Right. That's the that's final it. Dirty Harry film, right? Mm-hmm. The Deadpool, or is there another that's one even after? So that? so far, Scott, we don't know what the future. Who knows? Is. I don't know. And then we've got uh, we've got a row of another films that I can't quite make out, but we know one of them is a Chuck Norris film, one is a Nick Nolte film, both of which. Ex- they wear cowboy hats. I I don't know. I don't know if there is a. a I don't know if there is such thing as a, a Nick Nolte movie, like just a movie with Nick Nolte, just a normal movie with Nick Nolte in it. Uh, Forty Eight Hours. Ah, oh, but that's like Forty Eight Hours. I don't know. Like, it's a Nick Nolte is, movie. Are there like a bunch of movies where he's just like a normal cop? I don't know. I mean, he's wearing no. a cowboy hat, so he can't be that normal. Sure. Well, it's he's a Texas Ranger. Oh, oh God! Okay. Yeah, that's what movie. is this movie? It's called Extreme Prejudice. Street. Okay, interesting. Street Prejudice or Extreme? Extreme. Prejudice? Okay. Extreme Prejudice. Yeah, I've, I've, I have, uh, I have heard of that. Uh, you know what else? I'm, I'm surprised that none of those films with the. Um, it's a Walter Hill film. Oh, oh okay. So. Well, that makes perfect sense then. Um, as to why it would be on this rack, uh, Edgar Wright does love his uh, Walter Hill films. Um, I'm surprised that Last Man Standing on isn't on this rack. 
Um, actually, mm-hmm. no Bruce Willis films are on this rack. That is shocking. Sure. You'd think The Last Boy Scout. Or... Like they have two Dirty Harry films, but there is no Bruce Willis. Yeah, like throw in. Yeah. Like Die Hard 2 or something. I don't Hudson know. Hudson Hawk. Yeah, that's so weird, right? Uh, and luckily yeah. we got some some Dolph Lundgren there at the end. Yeah, I'm also surprised that there's no... Um, what What's the name of... Uh, what's that series about the... Um, the Native American martial artist who like fought people. This was like a, I think it was a series of action films in like the seventies and eighties. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And he like, and it, it was like sort of a counterculture hippie. Yeah. 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 He Billy Jack. Like, yes. Billy Jack. Yeah. I'm surprised there's no Billy Jack films. That oh, feels like something Edgar Wright would be super into. It would be the Billy Jack. And yet there Jack. is a Brian Bosworth film. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the other one was uh, Van Damme's death warrant. Released yeah. in 1990, written by Sir David S. Goyer, while really, a student, while a student at USC. Wow. Okay. So what's what's the plot of Death Warrant? Uh, the plot of Death Warrant. Uh, he has to infiltrate a prison. A police detective, one. Lewis Burke, is going into prison in California as an undercover cop in order to find out who stands behind a mysterious series of murders and finds himself locked up with his nemesis, Christian Naylor, a psychotic serial killer who calls himself the Sandman. Uh, who is played by uh, Patrick Kirkpatrick. Okay. Patrick Kilpatrick, I should say. Patrick Kilpatrick. Interesting. Which um, sounds like I a- love. I love this cover of Dolph Lundgren behind, like in front of an American flag. I'm the most American person <laughs> possible. Oh, that is, that is, that is uh, magical. That is magical. In a, in a post Rocky four world, I don't even know how they got away with that. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 counter to everything. Yeah. God, no Sylvester Stallone movies either. Yeah, no over the top. No Rambo's. Oh, the US oh, flag you know one isn't, oh, isn't no, Death on. Warrant. Oh. What, what's that? The flag one is One Man's Justice. That's the Brian Bosworth movie. Oh. You okay. know what's missing from this wall is uh, any which way but loose. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Because of the monkey, the orangutan. That would be that would be like a great like bottom shelf movie, mm-hmm. like where like if you know the cover of that movie, you know what that is, but like you can't see it to title or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, all you know, all you need to see is yeah. Clint Eastwood with an orangutan. Yeah, just like just 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 throw it in there. I think that would have been that would have been great. Um, yeah. So uh, so anyway, so we we see the moment of transformation. Uh, yeah. On 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 Nicholas because he. He turns toward those action DVZs. He focuses, laser focuses in on Bad Boys 2 and Point Break. And when he turns back around toward the uh, the cashier, he is a different man. Mm-hmm. He, he has become uh, someone else. Dare I say something else. Something else. <laughs> he just went to an island in his head. Yeah. He just went, went to uh, an island and survived for five years in his head. It's like what's interesting about this moment of rebirth is you yeah you see what what he he becomes something but he also loses something. Like yeah. The for the rest of the movie the uh sort of like hyperverbal patient like courteous Nicholas Angel is is gone. Like we see a glimpses of him at the end of the movie after the victory but he's he's kind of out. There's and a few, there's a few glimpses of him like throughout, like there's that bit where he describes, uh, uh, telling the, uh, uh, telling Lurch 
you know. Oh, that's true. With yeah. with the yeah, is this like, really what you want? Yeah, <laughs> hit, him, hit him with the plant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He like describes that whole thing, that, like when that, when Danny says you're off the fucking chain. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. True. So there there's a few there's a few glimpses of him, uh, but yeah. yeah, for the most part, you're right. But I I remember thinking that even the first time I watched it, like oh he's a little bit like, like like yeah like he becomes like almost like a like we bring it back to 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 Halloween again like a killer like a he treated it at the end like a slasher. Yeah, that's actually very true. Um, well, it's that's why the last minute ended with that like Chinatown reference. Before it was an investigation, now it's a hunt, an action movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he has to be a different character. Yeah, it's the only way to win. This is his uh, blue Superman suit. <laughs> blue Fury. Uh, blue Fury. Um, I I love that he. I feel like him diving away was supposed to be a uh, 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 like a like a pan kind of thing, like a whip pan. Um, but he ended up not doing a whip pan on it because he he just he just like <laughs> is just standing there and then just in this really silly move just sort of dives out of the way of the camera. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I really I really love it. It's just so silly. Um, but yeah, he goes and he finds his uh, he finds his costume and he finds uh, his weapons of choice with the yeah. uh, with the, uh, the 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 spray uh, spray paint cans. Um, and the sunglasses and, really does feel like a picking a costume because it is mm-hmm. so unnecessary. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, He's going to play the part. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I love, I love to, I just, I love that he already has a plan. Like he already knows what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Like he's buying the spray paint. Like he knows, oh, I, in order for this to work, I'm going to have to block all the spray paint. I mean, the thing, uh, block all the, all the cams around, uh, around the town. But I, I, I think it's, you know, uh, you don't want to mess with, uh, with, uh, with the cop. Like you don't, you don't want to mess with the cop. You don't want to make a cop go rogue because the a cop is going to know too many th- things. Like he's going to know how to get away with stuff. You know, yeah, when, he, when he heard they had all those cameras, it's probably the first thing he thought of is, well, that's easy to deal with. You just paint over them. Right. So we should, uh, and then we're blind. Uh, we should do something to, uh, get around that, you know, cause yeah. like, yeah, the, you know, if you're, you're a good police officer, you're thinking of, you're thinking about like what criminals would be thinking of so that you can think a way around what the criminals would think of, you know? Mm-hmm. And so now that he's becoming a vigilante, uh, it's, it's, uh, he's able to still think like a, like a criminal and is, uh, coming up with these, uh, these ideas of how to get around this stuff. Yeah. The, uh, the individual, uh, the NWA really awoken the sleeping giant, the sleeping dragon. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, and uh and and you know i uh i it's a good looking service station honestly um sure <laughs> it's not a dump yeah it's not a dump it's a good looking service station i'm impressed with their selection of spray paint colors you know you wouldn't uh you wouldn't think that um it's automotive use uh spray paint but uh, I'm I'm impressed with the uh, variations of color. You got silver, you got white, you got blue, you got red, you got black. You know, mm-hmm. and for a service station, that's a lot of. I'm surprised that they have spray paint in general. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I think whenever we walk into a service station or a gas station, that 
you, the brain does this little internal like, okay, what what kind of place is this? And then if I was in this place at one a.m. making a road trip, I would I would deflate. I'd be like, okay, cool, this place doesn't yeah. seem too weird. This is legit. Yeah. Like 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 Leatherface isn't going to be like behind this bag of flaming hot cheese. Yeah, this isn't the uh, opening <laughs> of uh, Resident Evil Two. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're <laughs> we're gonna survive this trip to the to the gas station. <laughs> what a fucking twist if he goes to the service station and it becomes Resident Evil 2. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a sequel to Shaun of the Dead. Oh, my God. Your uh, mothers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, okay. So then uh, so he gathers all of his stuff uh, and we uh, we end up. On uh, on 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 the farm. Um, mm-hmm. and, I just uh, love. I mean, it, it's it's another horror movie moment of like, you know, the unsuspecting victim. Like in another movie, it would be like a babysitter, uh huh, or something. But yeah, it's just an old man. He even has like, what does he say? Like, oh, another beautiful morning in God's own country. Yes, I love. And it. then like fucking Christine, the car is just like there. When he walks back. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I don't know what he's doing either, because I guess I don't know if this is his farm or not, because I'm just realizing that like he, he just parked on the side of the road. Like I don't See, know what he's doing. I've always gotten the feeling that he's <laughs> like a sentry. Oh, so he's like keeping guard. He's he's, Maybe. he's he's doing uh doing the rounds. Yeah. The NWA rounds. Okay. Make sure other people farm other people's farms look good still. Yeah. They don't have to kill anybody today. I guess that's true. Um it really makes me uncomfortable that they only have white horses. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's some subtle commentary going on there. Sure, truly. Why is it gotta be white horses, I believe? Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> the black horses got them voted down in the village comparisons. Right. They, they 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 run. There's like someone whose job it is in the NWA to like run poll numbers or do like mm-hmm. like the Nate Silver of the NWA, and he's like, yeah, like black horses are people people for like white kind of. Yeah, horses. doing this reveal in uh, in a single shot is really well done, uh, and I I just I, I I think it's really really great. Like that that sort of reveal of him behind him is uh excellent i think um really really well done and yeah straight out of straight out of a slasher film mm-hmm. or christine or something yeah, he's just there yeah uh, it's really it's really good it's or really uh good. that jurassic world sequel where that t-rex was able to sneak up on people <laughs> oh yeah right because uh, giant creatures uh you know notoriously quiet like mm-hmm. Hannah Barbera sound effects, <laughs> and uh, you can you can see that he's already he's wearing the shades in that mm-hmm. wide shot. I love it. And he's got his uh, he's got his hands firmly at ten and two, mm-hmm. uh, ready to uh, unleash hell. Yeah. Oh man, unleashing hell, the Nicholas Angel story, <laughs> uh, the Blue Furies are coming. <laughs> uh, so yeah this is uh this is the calm before the storm yeah we're uh we're about to kick off the one of the most insane third acts in uh cinema history <laughs> it's like it's like this and cabin in the woods like <laughs> oh yeah what else is at this level of just insanity breaking dawn part two 
Uh, I don't is that know the one where they have the big movie, fight so on the ice? It. It's pretty nice. And then it gets reversed? Because that's a pretty big twist. Yeah. yeah. I, think, um, I, think Dakota's, I think Dakota Fanning's head falls into like a pit of lava. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 Cool. Um, yeah, so uh, so I think that uh, I think that about wraps up our week. Uh, next week is the the kickoff of something like six weeks of insanity. So <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. Here we go. On. Strap in, everybody, because uh, uh, we're about to kick this thing off. Uh, but, Little hand uh, says it's time to rock and roll. Yeah, but Robert, uh, thank you so much for for joining this week and and really uh, putting the nail in the coffin of of uh, the movie that was Hot Fuzz. Scary time. Yeah. Um, Before it becomes the movie that is Hot Fuzz. Yes, exactly. Uh, but uh, it's been it's been uh, it's been fun. It's been a good week, I think. Uh, tell people uh, again where they can uh, find you on the internet. Uh, the easiest place to find me is uh, my website, lemmingdrops.com. That's lemming like the animal, not lemon like the fruit. Oh, okay. So you can find my multiple podcasts, my blog, which I think I wrote about hot fuzz in my blog. I can't remember now. Okay. I must have. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can search for it, right? Just search for yeah. hot fuzz and you'll probably find it if it's there. Yeah. Um, okay. Very cool. Uh, all right. Well, uh, guys, if you want to hear us talk about other things, you're going to want to go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a Patreon member. I mean, we are now, I think only, uh, six or six or seven. No, four, four, four or five or no six. Yeah. Six or seven weeks from reaching the end of this movie. Um, and the end of, uh, the end of, uh, this season of the show. So we're going to go on hiatus soon. And the only way you're going to hear, uh, Nick and I talk about movies and other stuff is to become a Patreon supporter at doinggenre.com slash support. All we ask for is $3 a month. It, uh, it helps us out a lot. It really helps us, uh, keep paying the bills and, uh, keeping the lights on and making sure that, uh, you guys are getting this, uh, this great content. Uh, I hope you think it's great anyway. Um, that's, uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. We appreciate everyone who already does that and, uh, everyone who is planning on doing that. And, uh, that could be you if you, uh, just, uh, go check that out. That's again, duelinggenre.com slash support. And we'll be back on Monday with minute 91 for the greater good. The greater good. The greater good.